everybody. Uh, welcome. I'm Steve Anderson, the author of the Bezos Letters, 14 Principles to Grow Your Business Like Amazon. And this is the second show. Uh, and uh, the first show, which uh, you can link to on my website, the thebezosletters.com, I talked about a little bit of the background of the book, how I came to come up with the idea, the writing process, etc. What I want to do in this show is go through in a uh, more high-level overview of the four cycles and the 14 principles. And so, again, what I did for those that didn't watch that first show is I looked at the letters to shareholders that Jeff Bezos wrote uh, starting in 1997 and now going through um, – 2019 is the most recent letter, and as I'm doing this show, uh, actually in a few weeks, and usually first couple weeks of April, the letter for the prior year will come out. So I'm anticipating being able to see the 2020 letters to shareholders uh, when it comes out. So I examined those letters, read them through, dive deep into them, and as a result, uh, really discovered, uncovered these 14 principles that I believe Amazon used to grow to where it is today. So the cycles group the principles, and I believe every business, regardless of a startup to a mature business, actually goes through these cycles continuously. A startup business is going to be in those early cycles first. Um, and, and a more mature business is going to have different parts of their business in different cycles at different times. So it could be by department. It could be new product development. It could be by region. Uh, it, it just depends on the business. So that's the background for it. So let's look at the first cycle called test. And uh, here you can see on the screen uh, a graphic of what the three principles I've included in that test cycle. So let's first talk about what test means at Amazon. And it's a way of life. Um, it means there's a culture there of encouraging all employees, all team members, regardless of where they are, programmers to fulfillment center uh, workers, to try new things to improve the way Amazon does business. And again, the idea is improve the customer experience, obsess over those customers and invent on their behalf. If something doesn't work, employees aren't punished, they're encouraged to examine what didn't work and actually learn from it so they can take that forward into the next test cycle that they go through. If something works and when something works and has big potential, Amazon actually bets big on that idea. So that first um, uh, um, principle, I'll get it out. Give me a minute. That first principle is encourage successful fare. And that's really what I'm talking about there. This mindset of experimentation, which leads to invention. Um, and, and, the second is bet on big ideas, which is this idea of, okay, when we find something's working, actually we're going to, you know, bet big on that idea. And Bezos has identified some big ideas uh, throughout Amazon's um, uh, history. Uh, certainly 
Amazon Prime is a big idea that has seemed to work well, right? Originally, free two-day shipping. Now, actually, it appears that they'll be able to get 95% of their packages delivered in one day. So again, keep moving forward with that. Um, and then giving everybody the tools they need to be inventive at every level. And, and testing makes Amazon an extremely creative and agile organization. In fact, one of the questions I often get is, you know, how, how does Amazon continue to create new businesses? And it's because of how they actually invent. And, and I'm going to take a pause here um, because I want to pull up. Um, and actually, I thought I had it up. So bear with me one second. I can get it really quick. But I want to quote. Um, the letter, excuse me, the email that Jeff Bezos sent out a couple of weeks ago to all employees um, announcing his transition from CEO of Amazon to the uh, executive board uh, chairman. And big move, Andy Jassy, who is CEO of AWS, is moving in to that CEO spot. They'll make that transition later this year. But I think what's important is the letter he sent out. And I'm, again, I'm going to probably do a show going more in depth here, but I, I, I want you to get this idea of invention. And so he, and I'm quoting now out of the email. Today, we employ 1.3 million talented, dedicated people, serve hundreds of millions of customers and businesses, and are widely recognized as one of the most successful companies in the world. And I think that's true. Now, whether you like Amazon or, and, and, or don't, or like Bezos and don't, I think it's hard to argue they haven't been successful. But he goes on to say in the next paragraph, how did that happen? How did we get to be one of the most successful companies? And what his answer is, invention. One word he says, and then he says, invention is the root of our success. We've done crazy things together and then made them normal. We pioneered customer reviews, one-click shopping, personalized recommendations, Prime's insanely fast shipping and only getting faster, just walk out shopping, no checkout lines, the Climate Pledge, Kindle, Alexa, Marketplace, AWS and infrastructure cloud computing, and so much more. Things that people thought we were crazy to do, but now have become normal. Well, when we look at that test cycle, I, that's what I want you to think about. What crazy things are you testing, inventing on behalf of your customers that you can say the same thing maybe in five or 10 or 20 years? So by testing, you know, by definition requires risking failure, but most businesses view failure as a risk to be avoided, and Bezos thinks the exact opposite. So, so that's the, the overall concept of test, and, and really that principle number three there, practice dynamic invention and innovation. And again, in a future show, we'll go into more depth on each of these principles, but I want to give you a high-level overview. Well, the second cycle is build. Once we test something, now we want to build it uh, and, and, and see how it can grow. 
And so for building at Amazon, it's how you turn promising ideas into stable initiatives. You know, Prime, as one of those big bets, was a crazy idea at the beginning. You can't afford, his senior leadership told him at Amazon, we can't afford to pay for free shipping. Well, now they've created the standard. If a company selling online doesn't pay for shipping, it's like, oh, I'll just go to Amazon, right? So the competitive landscape has been changed and they continue to build. And I would say that's where that innovation idea comes in. They invent something new and then they make it better and better and better. Hence, two-day shipping to one-day shipping. And in some cases, in some locations, one-hour shipping or two-hour shipping, right? Crazy ideas that we now expect as normal. So Amazon builds by making everything they invest in based on what the customer actually wants. And that really is a focus there. And in fact, if you look at that first principle in the build area, it is called obsess over customers. And Amazon does that in ways that uh, are, are truly amazing. And in fact, in their latest 2020 10K, right? So if you don't know the you know, financial stuff, a, a 10K is a report every public company is required to file with the Securities and Exchange Commission you know, on the prior year. So that report has already been filed. It was filed in February, early February uh, this month. But they, their description of their business starts out with, we want to be the, the Earth's most customer-centric company. Notice not just U.S., not just, but the Earth's most customer-centric company. And they do that by a, a obsessive focus on customer needs and building what customers want or what they will want if they know it's available. Right? So that's another key area. I'm not sure people were wanting a Kindle electronic reader for books, but when they got it, they went, wow, I like this a lot. So the good news is in the build cycle, those short-term risks help you discover which initiatives are likely to be winners so the losers can be eliminated. And, you know, Amazon cuts losers all the time. Uh, in fact, I got to tell you this story. So they have a new initiative at Amazon. It's called Amazon Build It, IT, Build It. And if you've ever done crowd funding on Kickstarter or Indiegogo. It's Amazon's version of crowdfunding. And so they actually put out, um, I think a week or two ago, three different products that they think customers might like, but they will only build it if customers actually pre-order the device. So I did, well, of course I had to try it, right? And one of the devices was a, a, a Post-it printer that's connected to Alexa. And so for those of you that might put your shopping list on Alexa, Alexa, please add cucumbers to shopping list. You can, you'll be able to this summer when it actually comes out, you'll be able to say, Alexa, print my shopping list and it'll print it on a sticky type paper. Haven't seen it yet, only seen a picture, but really interesting. And it hit the, the funding number. Now they don't give you an amount but they give you a slider bar that we are 75% toward our funding you know, goal. Um, and that did hit the goal in three days, by the way, that particular device. So that will be cr 
you know, built. Whether it will be a long-term success, who knows? But it is an interesting way to get that crowdfunding idea to know, hey, people will actually pay for this, but they won't pay for that. So let's, let's put that on the side. And, and the other two items haven't reached their goal, at least the last time I checked. But this is the idea of build. And Amazon uses long-term thinking to ensure each initiative and the risk they take is built on a solid foundation that can be around for years and beyond, right? They don't want just fly-by-night stuff. They want stuff that's going to be around for a while. And Bezos is not interested in building anything that will only make money in the short term. Amazon wants to make sure that each initiative is consistent with Amazon's core business model, the flywheel, which we'll talk about in, uh, in, in that uh, third principle in the build cycle, the flywheel, um, it, and will fit into their overall initiatives that they want to do. So second principle here in build is apply long-term thinking. And certainly Bezos has done that from the very beginning. And again, I'll go into more depth on that in a, in a next, in a, a separate show. But the idea of the flywheel, I want to plant with you, and we will go into more depth here because when I'm asked, okay, which of the 14 principles is most important? Um, that's like asking which of my grandchildren I love best, right? I mean, I love them all. They're different. But the flywheel, if I had to pick one, is probably one of the most important principles and one of the hardest to understand and actually implement. But the flywheel concept comes from Jim Collins and his book, Good to Great, which was published in the fall, October of uh, 2001. And chapter eight of that book, he talks about the flywheel and the doom loop. And I'm going to kind of leave uh, more discussion there for when we go more in depth. But if you have that book on your shelf, which many of you probably do, it's a business classic now. Go to chapter eight and reread it, and that'll help you kind of get ready for thinking about the flywheel and how Amazon actually implements that. But Jim Collins, just before that book was published, was invited to a senior leadership offsite retreat and spent an entire day talking to the senior leadership at Amazon about the flywheel and had them actually sketch out what Amazon's flywheel is. So stay tuned when we get there. So that's the build cycle. So we talked about test and build. Let's talk about accelerate. So now that we've tested and we've built, now how do we accelerate that growth? And the idea here at Amazon is how you take something that has been tested and built and then supercharge your growth. What do you have to do to keep it going and get it out to a wider audience um, that, that you want to experience that product or service. And here, Accelerate actually requires you to simplify everything, right? You know, in testing, sometimes you have prototypes and you know it's a prototype, it doesn't quite work right. Well, when you're Accelerate, you want to get rid of all of those, those problems, those little nitpicky little things that don't work quite right. Um, and, and that really is looking at Okay, how do we move this forward? Well, again, the principle here in Accelerate called generate high-velocity decisions. Amazon has a very unusual ability 
to drive decision making down, not up. Most companies, especially as they get into this growth phase or stage, actually tend to make decision making harder. At Amazon, they realize if we make decision making harder, it's going to slow our growth. So they actually push the decision down as far as possible to a group of highly skilled individuals who are capable of making a decision and moving forward with it. And, and again, we'll go into more depth here. I know you keep saying that, but I, I want to give it a high level overview. So at Amazon and, and Bezos describes as two types of decisions, type one and type two. Type one decisions are irreversible, kind of bet the farm, um, where you know where are you going from from here and hard to change that's a really concept in type one and what bezos says is there are very few decisions in a business that are type one type two decisions on the other hand are decisions that can be made quickly and changed quickly if you make a decision and go forward he describes it as walking through a door and you look and on the other side of that door and don't like what you see then you can literally make another decision, either turn around and go back through the door or pivot to another direction, another way to go. Type two decisions should be made with a small group of very good people and quickly. Again, the idea here is defaulting to action, not decision paralysis. So that's part of that. The next is make complexity simple. I think if you know anything about Amazon, they make complexity simple. When I ask people how, not how, why, <laughs> why do you buy on Amazon? Almost always, at least a, a majority of the answers are because it's so easy. Well, what you might not know is Amazon has spent billions of dollars over the last 26 years making it easy. Um, they make complexity simple. Even the Kindle and WhisperSync and being able to, to, to start reading where you left off on a new device from an old device. Absolutely astounding technology, a really difficult to pull off, and it's so much easier for you, the reader. So that's the idea here of how do we make this move forward. And then next principle is accelerate time with technology. And you've certainly seen this a lot with Amazon Web Services, the cloud computing infrastructure that actually was created for solving Amazon's own internal computing resource problems. And they realized what they had built, the easy availability of common elements that any of the developers throughout the Amazon ecosystem could access without having to create again on their own that, hey, surprise, there may be other developers outside of Amazon that would want to take advantage of that. And that's where AWS started growing. Again, same thing, started testing, started building, uh, accelerated that growth by continuing to improve the services that they offer. And, and I use Amazon Web Services on my website to convert my text articles into audio automatically using machine learning behind the scenes. And I probably on average pay about 50 cents a month for that service, something I could never do. And for 50 cents a month makes it available to me. That's an example of accelerating 
time with technology and making the most uh, advantage of it. And so again, in this area, goes back to risk-taking and strategic risks. So taking strategic risks to grow helps you understand where to focus your time, energy, and effort. And to achieve the most successful results, a passionate team around each initiative is a month. I've kind of touched on that in a couple places. The process of accelerating makes Amazon an extremely fast-paced, dynamic company. So that's accelerate. And then we um, come up to the final cycle, scale. And scale is, okay, how do we scale this to a larger size? But the key here, how do we achieve that tremendous growth, listen, without sacrificing who you are or what you offer or what you started out to become? And, and that's all too often what happens with too many businesses is they, they scale, but then they lose that, that fervor of what it was like to be a startup. In fact, I think if you ask, I would say many, maybe most employees at Amazon, certainly if you ask Jeff Bezos, he would say Amazon is still a startup. As crazy as that sounds, that's what happens in scale. How do you keep that going? So again, four principles here, maintain your culture. So how do you prevent that, um, as, as we'll talk later when we go more in depth here, how do you prevent that um, day two thinking or mentality? Well, there's some ways to do that, but f one of those is, is culture. And Bezos talks a lot in his letters about culture. And one of the things he does say uh, quite a bit is actually typically in a company, you discover your culture, you don't create it. That culture happens from those very first days. And what you do to maintain that is, is important. I'll give you one simple example. When Jeff Bezos is probably starting in about 2010, he, he changed how he addressed in his shareholder letters people who owned Amazon stock. Instead of calling them, which most companies do, shareholders, he calls them share owners. Because his idea is we want owners working at Amazon, not just people who come for a job. And that's, um, again, focus on high standards is who do we hire? How do we bring that in? Well, that's, again, part of the culture uh, that Amazon continues to build and encourage. And even in their hiring process now, it's very difficult to go through an interview process at Amazon, even to this day. And what I mean by that is Amazon hired 470,000 people in 2020, last year. Now having, I read before, 1.3 million employees. How do you do that and maintain high standards in the employees and everything that you do? And again, culture is part of that. Maintaining high standards is, is part of that. And then measuring. Amazon 
if it's anything, it's a data company. In fact, I heard somebody say, I don't know if I agree with it, but Amazon actually has more information about you and your buying habits than Facebook does, right? But Facebook's kind of getting all of the heat for as much information as they gather on you. But Amazon has, let's just say, a lot of information, what you buy, what you search for, you know, all those kinds of things. So data is really important to them. But the principle you see there on the bottom left is um, measure what matters, question what's measured, and trust your gut. So it's not just only data-driven decisions. It's you measure what matters, but but frankly, you critically understand whatever that measurement is telling you. And you question what's measured. And part of how Bezos does that is he published in, I believe, 2005 shareholder letter, his email, jeff at amazon.com. And that email is still monitored today, not by Bezos, but by a team. And if people email into that address with a problem, which typically is what you know people are going to do, I didn't get my package or there was slow delivery or it was misdelivery, whatever that might be, that's anecdotal data. And actually his team now looks at that going, is there a problem that our data isn't telling us about? So that's questioning what's measured. Are we measuring the right thing? Or frankly, is something wrong? Are we not understanding what this data is telling us? And then finally, trust your gut. You can only go so far with data. And this is where we'll go back to those high velocity decisions Type one decisions need lots of data, but ultimately it probably comes down to trusting your gut. And so that's how that works into scale. And then the final one, and, and we'll have, I'll have a lot more to say about this, but believe it's always day one. And that really goes back to what I talked about in terms of startup thinking. Um, we are still a startup, and that's that day one thinking. And Bezos talks a lot about staying day one. It's still day one. You know, if day early on in the '97 letter, he says it's day one for the internet, right? It's early for the internet, and for Amazon if we execute well. So that's a core concept of how Amazon operates even today. So that's an overview of the four cycles and the 14 principles. And, and let me leave you with this. Each principle stands on its own, but they also interact with each other. And I, if you've heard me talk about them, like, um, you know, uh, uh, measure what's mattered, data for, you know, type one decisions. So well, that goes back up to generate high velocity decisions, make complexity simpler. They all interact with each other, but they also stand alone. So what I hope you'll do with this is take a look at these cycles and think about your own business. You know, what, where are you? Uh, are, are any of these principles something you can and should take a look at to think differently of, about your business? And I have to say, if you haven't yet read the book, <laughs> I go obviously into detail into each of these principles and include at the end of each chapter, each principle, some questions you can use as prompts for you or your team um, to 
get the most out of it and and not just yeah I, I hope it's a good read i hope you enjoy it i hope it's inspirational but i also hope it helps you think differently about your business and are there some principles that bezos has used at amazon that could uh, apply to you so with that, I'm going to actually take a drink. Thank you for uh, joining me uh, today. Uh, this uh, recording, if you're not uh, available to see it, uh, you weren't available to see it live, uh, will be available on uh, my website uh, for the book at thebezosletters.com. Uh, connect with me on Facebook, although I'm, I spend more of my time on LinkedIn. Uh, so I'd love to connect with you there also. And if you have any questions about what I've talked about, uh, put them up there and I'll be glad to answer them either uh, directly to you or in a subsequent show when we have some uh, questions and answers to address. So thanks again. I'm Steve Anderson, author of the Bezos Letters, 14 Principles to Grow Your Business Like Amazon. <laughs>